Desperately seeking cinema. Desperately seeking cinema. Desperately seeking cinema. Synesthesia. I'd hear a melody and it's just, you know, colors or whatever. Yeah. And then now there's been 1800 musicians that have said that. They, you know, yeah. It's like very a kind of pretentious The memorable lie. one for me is Kanye. That Of all the egregious things Kanye's ever said, that was... I was so he I was did like, say, oh, yeah, as, really? you were, as you were just saying, Kanye did the I see music in colors. Yeah. Of course he did. Of course Kanye did. Um, I yeah. love Kanye. He's like one of my... Oh yeah, no musical heroes. No, absolutely, he's great. Yeah, but um... yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's somebody that yeah. uh, as an as a kind of a guy that was beginning to, you know, I wasn't super young when he hit, and I was in my twenties, I guess twenty five or something. But it took me a little bit to warm up to him. I was I was still in a little bit of a headspace of like this is a little bit whatever. But he, I think he, it was just so. It's just a little bit ahead. He's that good that it's a bit ahead of its time even. And it took people a bit to catch up with him, I think, even, yeah. you know? Genuine iconoclast. Yeah. He's like broke people's ideas of what, you know, things should sound like. Oh, yeah. No. And uh, also a very interesting dude, obviously. But we're saying nothing that people don't already know about him. But yeah. No, he's great. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Seeing... Seeing mo- is believing. Seeing um, is believing. So what do we? What do we? I we need to. Sounds like a shitty film title. We uh, seeing is believing. Yeah, do the good, do the uh, the guy. The oh, inner the, world the guy. inner world guy. Ah, oh, I, I can't. Uh, Who's the film starring? Ryan uh, Felipe. In a world, seeing is believing. <laughs> That's not bad, right? I for the, for like no prep warm up. I think no that prep was okay. work. Yeah, yeah, I tossed you a little seeing. No, I, I can't. Well, that it. one was, I feel like that was going to be a good one, but no, um, no, cut it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first <laughs> no, one was good enough. No further. But um, um, yeah, um, I think uh, we need to watch today. Uh, I I have to put a bit on the table to watch a, a female director. I have to put that on the table and not because I'm, I am not trying to um, virtue signal or anything. I just, we've done. <laughs> yeah, you are. Nope. We've done absolutely not. We've done uh, seven or eight episodes or whatever it is. And it's like, we Yes, uh, episode three is Guitar Johnny yeah. and the strong female leads, blah, blah, blah. But we haven't done a female director and it, it, we just, we've got to do, we've got to do a female. I, I just say we have to today. Yeah, well. A female. You, <laughs> I'm saying female a lot. Yeah, so we're going to meet, we're going to meet the idea of, uh, what's that, you know, assertive action? Or no, really? a f- Affirmative action. Affirmative actions wasn't was that now? You're, I, you're taking the affirmative action approach with. Uh, yeah, I suppose a little bit. I suppose but so, but I'm. Let uh, me say that I feel like I really have a film that uh, meets the criteria on merit. Uh huh. The hitchhiker. The hitchhiker. Okay. Yeah. And I brought with me. I Um, I brought uh, Nicole Holofcener. Okay. Um, I brought Sell her. me on this. Her movie Enough said. Nicole, Enough said. Yeah, Nicole Holofner to me is um, is uh, it it actually angers me how nobody knows who she is. It's absolutely absurd. She to me she's not only she's just one of my favorite directors and my favorite writers. Period of all time. I'm trying to punch 100%. her name in Google 100%. and I'm totally failing. Um, that's that's probably the it's the top result. Uh, no, that's the one I tried. 
Oh, it's Halaf Center with a C. See, Halof? it's ignorant that you don't know that. All of you that don't know who she is. It's crazy. She's so good. and um, That's one of the craziest last names I've ever seen. Oh, man, is she good. So Enough Said is uh, uh, James Gandolfini and Julie Louis-Dreyfus. And it's just... She was a student of Scorsese? Oh, man. Yeah, she was in the loop. Her dad was a producer. Her dad produced all of Woody Allen's movies. And so she was in the loop. But, man, I would go as far as saying, and I'm not... I'm not fucking around when it comes to picking up the baton from Woody Allen, who made some excellent goddamn comedies. One of he's one of the best writers, comedy writers ever, in my opinion. And she, to me, I would go as far as saying she picked up the torch from, from Woody Allen. Like her stuff is, is like, what? it's absolutely that level. She's one of my favorite writer directors, period. She's absolutely one of the best comedy writers. Something that she wrote recently was the one called, um, uh, it was called, could, do you mind just looking at her filmography? It was called Sorry to, Sorry I Said. Uh, can You Ever Forgive Me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry I. No, it's called <laughs> Can You Ever Forgive Me? So that is a one that came out. It got rave uh, reviews. Uh, it's M- M- Melissa McCarthy. And you know what happened is Nicole Holofsener was going to direct it. Julianne Moore was in the lead. And then. They get into a goddamn argument about whether or not Julianne Moore is going to wear a prosthetic nose or not in in the role, in the lead role. The argument spirals out of control. Uh, Julianne pulls out of the project. Nicole Hlofsner pulls out of the project. And so it's just now a movie written by Nicole Hlofsner starring a different actress with a different director. It's still got rave reviews because the script is so good. (laughs) What? Over the prosthetic nose. That that kind of makes me want to see that one. Um, it's not that good. Oh, because Uh, she didn't direct it. She's, she, she, it would have been a lot, in my opinion, no offense to whoever directed that movie. It's a, it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie, but to me, Nicole Holofsner is great. And I feel like it, it pisses me off that she's not more popular. Mm. I think she should be far more well-known. The reason that she's working with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, James Gandolfini, Catherine Keener is a regular in her movies is because these actors seek her out like they want to work with her clearly like she gets the best actors and her scripts um i just can't say enough her scripts are like the writing is the most natural sounding dialogue it's just like oh it's like that's how people speak like it doesn't even feel like you're watching a movie her writing is is so good you just uh, i can just get right into it Hmm. so enough said is not that old it's i think gandolfini's last movie or second to last movie oh crap i forgot he was he's so goddamn he's good dead. yeah and Catherine keener's in it again and basically it's uh it's just like this kind of really funny uh romance thing and it, i think it premiered at tiff initially yeah i guess we um, haven't done um we haven't done uh, a recent, a more recent film for a while because our last one was Latalante, and that was like what thirty six or something. That was like, like that. A, that was an old ass movie. Yeah, so um, it was like a seventy year difference now, or something. Like tell that. me about the Hitchhiker, though. Not that I, it's a competition here or anything, but we we usually do kind of have a bit of a well rounded discussion about the movies that come up. What yeah. What's the deal? Is it fifties? Yeah, it's a fifties one. That I've heard of that? Um, I've heard of that one. Yeah, it was. It's yeah. It's generally considered to be one of the uh, early horror films. Oh. I think that isn't like, you know, sort of like uh, some sort of fantasy character based. It's not like Frankenstein or anything like this. It's like, you know, yes. pre- predates yeah. Psycho and everything like this. Very right? cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a f- they considered it a film noir because they didn't really know what to call it 
back wow. then, but it's yeah. like sort of a thriller, uh, horror-ish sort of thing where like, I think a lot of, uh, yeah, no, I can't even and, remember the plot and exactly. Who, but who was this, this woman that directed it? What, how was it? Ida Lupino. Yeah. What's um, her deal? I don't know too much about her, to be honest. Um, oh, I don't know that. Oh, her, her spouse is Louis Hayward, which... Who's Louis Hayward? That strikes... Uh, uh, that sounds familiar. He's a, an actor. Holy crap. His filmography is... Well, every actor from this era yeah, is in like, like a million films. Yeah, credits. Yeah, he's got in like it's like films. It's like the, that era where, you know, it would be like Judy Garland is just like... They're just filling her with medication and being like, get up there and sing. Oh, whatever. God. You know? She probably has like 294 IMDb credits. What's, uh, I wonder how many she has. Oh, God. Well, we, we don't need to. Um, so so what is the deal with this Ida Lupino, though? What else did she direct? Uh, mm, well, she lived. Oh, she died the day before my birthday. Not that that matters. But uh, complete filmography, The Ghost Camera. Mm. Um, but yeah, she was an actress as well. Uh-huh. Did she act in her own films? Hmm. Couldn't have been too many female directors at that point. Yeah, exactly. In so. the fifties, that's interesting. Wow, she yeah. directed. She guest directed the Twilight Zone, that's Bewitched, so cool. that's Family cool. Affair, Columbo, Charlie's Angels, Bonanza. Whoa, she's getting the big paycheck. It's, it's interesting because, um, yeah, if you look at this other. Um, director you were just mentioning yes nicole, nicole holofsener yeah yeah her um her f- tv credits are like yeah they're pretty good probably yeah sex in the city Six feet Gilmore under. girls yeah. yeah yeah parks and rec orange is the new black amy schumer man show. as uh, they should be this woman should be a household name it's ignorant if yeah. you don't know who she is you're household all ignorant holofsener now, now that we're now that we're nine episodes in, I'm just gone there. I'm just calling the audience ignorant. You're fucking ignorant, all of you who don't know. <laughs> just it took me like seven or eight episodes to his, get there. His resentment for the fans <laughs> is already showing up bef- right, before yeah. they exist. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. like Cobain. <laughs> Uh, so what do you think? I mean, uh, how about we just do enough said? It's easy. It's short. I brought the Blu-ray in my bag. Yeah. In my satchel. If, yeah. <laughs> my satchel. This is, a, is that okay? Should we do it? Should we just do not that? A purse. It's a satchel. And then we could do the goddamn Hitchhiker very soon because I'm huge into horror movies and that just sounds Yeah, that amazing. one sounds decently pretty good. And <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to do that one. And, All right. Well. And uh, I noticed when you were scrolling through the uh, Wikipedia for Hitchhiker, uh, that it's public domain, so it's probably just on YouTube or, or you know, cool, cool. No yeah. Blu-ray necessary. Um, not right. Not good to see high quality. Well, then yet. you got to get 4K. You need the 4K. You got to get that 4K. You got to get that. You got to get that 4K. 38 boy. inch. <laughs> 4K. I got the 38 inch 4K. Football. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're making fun of, uh, you know. Oh, we're gonna have to do. Americans. We're gonna have to do a, a, you know, America, you know, from the south. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode just because we knocked them. Yeah, right. Um, episode eleven. Well, we knocked uh, Alabama. Yeah, as so you we should. Have this an Alabama director. Shit, this goddamn abortion shit. We're not a. Uh, we're not a political podcast though. So yeah. Oh my God, Alabama. Jesus, you know it's funny because somebody sent Get with the time. <laughs> yeah, is that actually a song? <laughs> Neil Neil Young. Oh, really? Yeah, Alabama. What? 
Oh, oh, from Alabama. Oh, yeah. man, what a good good song that is. I saw Neil Young in the 90s perform. That she, prompted them to write Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinner. Really? In reply. That's why really? it says, tell huh. Neil Young, can't remember. Well, Southern man don't need him around the, anyhow. The Southern man song is such a goddamn. I could good do song a too. I could do a music podcast easily. I oh, think. we totally could. Or both we of could. Us. Yeah. Oh man, maybe that'll be one of the Patreon things. Maybe that is an idea for the Patreon. Yeah, we've already gone off on like Pearl Jam <laughs> for like a half hour. We had to just cut out. Yeah, just a bunch of us. And I about. said that I like Pearl Jam, which. I do, but I don't know that I would. I don't know <laughs> that I would put it on anymore. Revisionist. You know? I don't need. Yeah, I don't know that I would put it on. Maybe you know. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a. I don't think it's bad. It's. It's you know, funny. I listened to the. I watched the Even Flow video in that. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, what's this girl? Even we, we, we gotta. We should give this girl a shout out on the on her channel, Beth Roars. Beth Roars. Who's that? Now? Uh, YouTube channel. She's that. Uh, She's like a singing instructor. Oh, that you sent me one of her videos. Yeah, yeah where she's she's look uh, critiquing Maynard James Keenan's. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I sent you one. <laughs> you're like two weeks behind on everything people send you. But uh, uh, yeah, a lot of emails. Yeah, but you get to everything. I reply to every goddamn one, and if yeah. you don't, you're nuts. He's the most virtuous <laughs> online person. If it's a human being reaching out to you. Yeah. On the other side, you. I can't stand I, this ghosting and not replying. Just, I'm just waiting for a outrageous. Nigerian prince to just get a hold of you, and you'll just follow yeah, the conversation big, the entire email? way. Yeah. I don't think I should go out tonight. I cancel plans. You know, <laughs> he's from Nigeria for land sakes, and I sit there for 35. Yeah, he's, three he hours. says he needs this money urgently <laughs> yeah no i just i hate people ghosting and this culture of ghosting and not replying it's fucking ignorant drives me crazy <laughs> I'm, I'm really popping off about stuff yeah today. really uh, popping yeah you got these the, you can you can't see him but the steam is coming out his ears like a looney tunes there's an egg cooking on what? my forehead oh <laughs> uh, yeah um yeah all and, right uh, so enough said i would i think we do it it's short and it's easy. It's a nice, fun. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Her movies are so goddamn funny. Wait, have you seen this? Only one time, a long time ago, and it's like a major rewatch scenario for me. I'm obsessed with Nicole uh, Nicole Holofcener. That's okay. what I'm saying. I'm obsessed with it. All right. So it's like when I was like, well, had seen the Tarkovsky film, and I was like, all right, I have to yeah. expose you to this. Yeah. No, I feel that a little bit in this case, and I, I, right. I, I think we should. Uh, I think we should do that. Holofcener. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, 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 All right. I'll yeah. stop being an ignorant prick about her. No, learn it's, her it's, name. It's, Holofcener. You know, that's, it's funny that you say because I don't remember what comedian it was. And I heard them say recently they're like, they were just in passing on a podcast. Like, nope. They were like, I learned Galifianakis. And they were like, and that's the last weird name I'm learning. <laughs> they're like, I'm done. That's the last one. They're like, I'm never learning another weird celebrity name. <laughs> I feel, oh, man, I I saw that too. I wish I could remember. Oh, yeah. That. I saw that somewhere. You know, that's a very funny line. You know, the la that's the last shitty comedian name I'm going to. Is it Louie? Well, I mean, it's not. Zach is great. Yeah. But no, no. But the I mean, name is. Yeah. It's like yeah. Schwarzenegger or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. my God. Speaking of Schwarzenegger, just got to get this right out of the way. Did you see him get drop kicked? <laughs> no. In got, what? The new he, Terminator trailer? What do you mean? No, no. He got in real life. Some random person when he was accepting like an award somewhere. No. Just drop kicked him. How long ago? Like jumped into frame. How long ago did that, did that happen? The last couple of weeks. Oh, what? Yeah. And he just took it like he was like somebody's just bumped into me or something. Whoa. Yeah, good for him. Like a champ. Good for him. Because... 
you don't want to be in the as Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't want to be in the news for beating somebody up. Whatever, yeah, no. You know? His his security guard though immediately beat the guy up. Oh, I'm sure the guy's in a shallow he, grave he, he, in he a like, desert. Yeah, he grabbed the guy by the hair <laughs> and oh, then. Put a choke around him. Oh, yeah. And then he was doing that combo. Arnie back. knows that the boys are going to take care of him. Yeah, oh, he's back. Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to mess with the bodyguards for Schwarzenegger. The bodyguard of, of, yeah, <laughs> of a man right. mountain. That's right. Yeah. Who that's the hell right. is qualified yeah. for that? <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and then also we're, uh, uh, we're in your new apartment. First episode in Andy's new apartment. Uh, I just met one of your roommates and he wasn't a total idiot. He was actually kind of nice, which is refreshing. Yeah, he's actually the man. Uh, he, Ken Bone. The man, eh? Yeah, he's yeah. a good dude. He's yeah. been nothing but awesome. What does he do for work? I'm just curious. He's an urban planner. And how much money does he make per year? This is like, I feel like... Um, <laughs> What's his he, salary? Has he told you? Are you going for the Letterman <laughs> job right now? I feel like you're... Here. Um, and now we're going to play... Watch that film. <laughs> yeah. right. And next up, yeah, Pearl Jam, yeah. their new record. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, what do you think? Should we just watch this goddamn thing? Yeah. Yeah? Enough said. Enough said it is. Okay. It's a, it's a good movie title for just ending on the... Enough said? Yeah. That's... Yeah. A good uh, play on words again. <laughs> no. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's just... <laughs> uh, all, all right. right. We're going to watch the movie. Enough said. Enough said. Uh, I. Well, what do you think? What do you think about it? Because um, I feel like you're gonna hate me for this. Oh, this is interesting. This is going to be a divisive this episode. Is, this is juicy. We haven't had a divisive episode, really. Well, kind of. Eskia was a little bit like... I don't think that you said Eskia, a.k.a. the bandit. A.k.a. the bandit. I don't think that you said... I don't think we really disagreed about that movie, though. Mm, you know, not uh, really. I was kind of like... I liked a lot of it, but overall, I wouldn't recommend and it. And yeah, Latalante, the last one, it was like... Um, I still, I think we I disagreed. Feel like I had to convince you a little bit, and I agree. On the context, yes, and then I, I, I still don't love that and movie. Maybe the, I maybe, still don't love that movie. Maybe you have to do the reverse here, or some, or do the exact same thing, or like, because okay. it's like, mm, lay like, it on me. I have all the context for all of this, you know, like it's for, for all of what. It seems this seems like a very middling film. Enough said. Middling in what sense? Like, um, like it's. Like in twenty, thirty years time, uh huh. Like seventy years time, like Latalante, you know. Yeah. Like that was being shown at TIFF. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. not convinced of anything in this film that's gonna make it, it be shown. It's, it's funny because seventy years from it's now, it's funny because personally, I just like it so much more than Latalante, you know, and 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 the bandit. Like it's like I I absolutely. I fucking love that movie and I love Nicole Holofsner and it's like I mean I just love the way that this watching that she, it with you made me appreciate it a lot more than uh -huh. if I watched it by myself yeah okay but um, I, I love the writing and I love her direction it's not she's not pretentious her write and the way that she writes and directs and I don't know her editor's great and I find it to be very like 
she's not trying too hard and i just think that the and it's great it's well shot you know whoever does the cinematography and everything it's subtle and there it's seamless kind of for what it is you know which is a, a romantic comedy yeah it is it's, it's true. a comedy movie film uh, you yeah know? i mean maybe i'm an immature but it just seemed like uh-huh. i don't know nothing was jumping out at me and see and of- for me for me, I love the writing. Like, I love the jokes. I, it was tight. It was definitely I, tight. I just love the There was the no tone. fat, and there was no corny okay. moments. Oh, God, no, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I will give it that. That. Um, but for me, there's something inherently about the way that she writes that is so appealing to me. It feels so natural, uh, naturalistic. Like, it yeah. feels so... The, My sus- I have no trouble with suspension of disbelief with her characters and okay, her writing, okay. you know, Is it, even remotely. Like you're, you've dabbled in screenwriting and sent some scripts off and stuff, right? What, where did I send? I mailed them to myself so they'd, they'd be copyright. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, you postmark. know, like TV, Canadian like TV scripts and stuff. I mean, I just write, I'm, uh, I've written scripts. I just haven't worked hard enough at it, but yeah, I, it, I've, I have, I, 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 wrote, I wrote a script and I've had some meetings and I'm kind so of, so I a think bit, as know, a screenwriter, this feels like a really tight oh this is the thing for me and i wouldn't call myself a screener because i haven't really sold anything yet i've been paid to act before and that's a whole story for another time but i i haven't been paid to to, to write as an aspiring screenwriter okay maybe better put i exactly within the context of analyzing it from a writing standpoint i just i just but but even just as a movie fan i just love the jokes i mean you saw me as we're watching it I fucking just laughed out loud at that movie like 33 times. Yeah, it's true. In a 90-minute movie, and I was genuinely laughing. How many movies are you like, all the jokes are funny, and they're real, and the dialogue is real, and and I think, again, in a subtle way, that Gandolfini and her, uh, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus... Sorry. Okay, Gandalf. Um, yeah, no, Gandalf. Uh, but I think that his performance was exceptional. I mean, they're all absolutely I didn't know exceptional. He could act like that. The the daughters. Oh, he's the, the Tony Soprano again. That was is the absolute opposite side of oh, the coin from my Tony God. Soprano. You know, have you seen any Sopranos? Sopranos? Um, you know, I've you know, like I saw it when it was out. As I mentioned I to you in my in my remember anything. Yeah, because as I mentioned to you off mic, my in my personal opinion, Sopranos is my favorite TV show, number one of all time. I think that his performance as Tony Soprano to me is an absolutely in the top television performances of all time. But again, in a subtle way, I think all, his performance and everybody in this movie—it's just like the acting is so goddamn good. Like the it's like was very good, it, as and well. it feels like Catherine Keener. Um, you know Tony Collette, whoever that husband guy was, was hilarious. And it feels to me personally like I, I feel like you know Nicole Hlossner is getting small budgets. It's they're way too intelligent for the the general population. Sorry to <laughs> anyone who didn't. I I, I feel no. I feel in a general sense though that they're so smart that her budgets are kind of she's not getting huge budgets. That I my point was going to be is I feel like these actors is it smart or is it real? Super smart because that is that's what makes it the the making it real is what's so smart about it. But I was gonna yeah. my point was going to be I think that there's you know eight super good actors in it because they want to work with Nicole Holofsner. That's mm-hmm. my. If I had to guess, I bet you those people are like, they read that script and any any fucking intelligent actor is going to go, Jesus Christ, like, get me on this movie. And you and that's why you end up with, with a low budget 
and with a very probably low market penetration, realistically, I bet our movies make like $1 million at the box office. It's like art house, limited release type level of, of box office. And then look at the actors you got in there. They're probably working neck for way less than they could potentially get paid because they read that fucking script and they're like, I want to work with Nicole Holofsner. I want to do this script. It's the best. In my, I bet they're going, this dialogue's exceptional. And, and, and again, I could go on and on and on about her. I'm obsessed with her. I think that she's picked up the baton from Woody Allen, as I said. And I just love yeah. her movies. She has a great movie called Enough Said, which is Jennifer Aniston. No, that's the one we just watched. I, I'm sorry. It's called <laughs> Friends with Money. Sorry. But yeah, and it's Jennifer Aniston and, and a great cast. It's got Frances McDormand. And it's, it's the same vibe where you're just like, I just... By the dialogue, I feel like the direction is subtle in this way that's well-suited to comedy, you know? Yeah. And she does, like I was saying when we were watching it, she does, like, classic comedy, like sight gags. Like, the, there's yeah. so many even just sight gags that well, I love. Yeah, know? if I was a Hollywood producer, um, yeah, it would definitely depend on who my demographic was and how much I was expecting in return of a film. But yeah, yeah. when I was saying, like, write the script or I had somebody else having a shady script and I was like rewrite the script and i was giving this to whole off center yeah yeah i would feel a hundred percent confident oh in the, my god in the, yeah the yeah. product that would be coming no up. and that's good and and so with, i guess the interesting you know thing is uh is to talk about you know i'm very interested I, as to what the difference is in our perspective where i, I see I it and i'm like that's one of the best movies i've ever seen and you're like i find that to be middling is was yeah the term I, I guess i didn't find it to be that artful do you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Uh -huh. Like, and um, then we then it becomes a a question. It becomes like we then you start talking about aesthetics and you start talking about yeah. like what is art and yeah and, and you know it's like Buster well, Buster Keaton versus Stanley Kubrick or something like yeah that, you know yeah no honestly um, I mean some of the because there's things that I was just like well this is very like all of it seems I don't know. It seemed like very like cosmopolitan magazine or something like that. Like I was, uh -huh. I felt like I was, I was reading like, um, like a, like Chatelaine, like in a women's sense? magazine. In what sense? In that, like, uh, like I was seeing this, this man, I'm a massage therapist, 34 from, you know, Oregon. Okay. Or, See, California. I, I don't get that even remotely get that feeling. I feel like I go, I'm going, I'm going like, I've never seen a scene that is as well written as and as acted where two women become friends. I'm going, I've never seen a scene that's a first date that feels so real to me. And the chemistry is so good between the actors and the characters and the jokes are so good. And I'm thinking that the whole time. I'm like watching every scene and, I, and I'm going, I don't remember ever seeing a scene with a mother and daughter in bed that was that realistic. Yeah. And was that like, um, and it feels to me like, again, I mentioned earlier, I think part of my personal why I love her movies so much and I'm so like she's like top top of the you know she's up there for me with top of the pops with 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 Larry David and Gary Shandling and Ken Finkelman and like in terms of comedy writers she's like a god to me she's like a goddess okay yeah and so yeah it's interesting because it's very different um Different takeaway, like the Chatelaine thing to me is insulting, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's because I'm it's such a designed to be <laughs> supposed to be a little sting in that, but a little stinger, um, yeah. but no, like when she jumped behind the tree when she was supposedly like meeting the daughter, 
Yeah, and she was like, I love that. Oh, I'm putting the guacamole it's in. It's brilliant. Just like, I thought that was. And she does that step out from behind the plant. That was just absolutely the most lowbrow. Like, and I fucking love that. I feel like so that that moment right there yeah, divides us. That's like, very interesting. Yeah. Like the stepping out from behind the plant. Yeah. You think of it as like kind of like a lowbrow gag, and I'm like, that is classic, classic comedy. Which is why I hate it. Done it's like, so have perfectly. Have we not moved past this? No, you know, this is Looney Tunes. No, it's you can't. It, you, it'll never go away. Like that's why that's why like slipping like, on a banana peel is funny. Like it, people <laughs> falling down is just funny. Yeah, but if you if the next Avengers movie, <laughs> the friggin' Hawkeye died because he slipped on a banana peel, like people would like. Well, then it would be better than back. it would be better than the other Avengers movies then, because they're awful. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them, but I, I mean, like, it would be like the most talked about thing if if something like that, you know, if too like, many of those sight gags, like. <laughs> Like actually, that's kind of the kind type of, a, of thing that destroyed like Star Wars uh, as of late. The Disneyfication. Uh, you know? d- would you would you argue that about about which uh, which Star Wars movies? You know that they're like, you know. Um, you mean you mean like Luke the, Skywalker's like drinking milk from the uh, you know animals oh, on the, this the island and stuff, so that they can have well, a I, funny weep. You know what? Yeah. I'm a really big fan. Just uh, let's take a quick, really nerdy dip into Star Wars here because I'm a huge fan of the original three. In their original form, completely in their original presentation, which, by the way... Very brave statement. For movie nerds out there, the only way that you can see that in high definition is pirated, uh, which is through this Star Wars despecialized. That's the only way you can get the high definition original three in their original form. And I like those, but what my point was going to be is I think that people take the... I love them, but I think there's about about you know 950 million guys on the planet that take them way too seriously it's like a goddamn wookie or whatever and it's like and i don't i think they're kind of goofy in their own way like ewoks yeah. are kind of goofy well what i'm saying and, is and like it's a it's not that you yeah know. It, but it, there's an accepted level of goofiness which i think was my right. problem with this film too or in that in that specific gag where it was just like all right <laughs> we expect her to you know like fumble like trip into the car like a little bit when she's putting oh. her massage table yeah. in the back yeah but like if she completely fell and then was like whoops and then you know i like, agree with you that there's it, a level yeah and i felt like it crossed the line when she ducked okay. behind that tree because like in reality yeah like with the level of realism they had in the movie would you not just walk around and just be like oh like did you like here's my friend you know not like whoa where'd she go she must have disappeared you know since she's not in sight right now you know, like when when somebody's oh, not in sight for like ten you're, seconds, you're you don't assume they the, disappeared. The, the off Catherine Earth. Keenan character wouldn't. Okay, I you know. I sort of see what you're saying, but I just I'm just so Whoops, into it. Where did they go? But you know? she did walk around to out of sight. You know, which she physically you, went. Yeah, out of but sight, I mean, would you, you then know? just be like, all right? I give up on you meeting my daughter. No, you go do your the, thing. the Catherine Keenan character was kind of like I, like I, I'm. She was just here a second ago, and she's like, I don't know where she went. And the daughter's like, Mom, I'm going back to bed. Or yeah, whatever. which is unrealistic. No, that's so Why realistic. Why would the daughter come out just to be like? The daughter I'm came out in. to tell her, her to to tell her mom that she was sick, and she's like, Mom, I'm my throat is sore, and I'm going back to bed. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> we are. <laughs> I hear, I hear your point though. Um, but I'm a sucker for it, and especially. Julie Louis Dreyfus, her physical comedy, as we all know from what I would, by the way, say is the second kind of a weird thing within that film with Gandolfini and Julie Louis Dreyfus, where I would call Sopranos 
my favorite show of all time. And I would call Seinfeld my second favorite show of all time. Yeah. And so you got these leads from those two. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, which is kind of fun. You're watching your two favorite. No, they're just actors that happen to be on a couple shows that I think are. But we all know that those are in the top. Like, you know, there's no question. Absolutely. But but I mean, in different genres completely. Yeah, but they're just like a lot of people put them in their top five or top yeah. ten but i was just gonna say i'm in love with her physical comedy like you mentioned the her sort of the doing the trip into the car with the the bag just the way that that julie louis dreyfus carries the massage bag up the stairs and everything uh, she does i find to be brilliant like i find her to be like a brilliant comedian i, I just you know i didn't like that the occupations of the two like gandolfini's character and um oh, i can't remember the other the um you know not Julia Louis Dreyfus, but the ex-wife Gandolfini's yeah. ex-wife. Yeah, the Catherine Keener character. Yeah. yeah, she was a poet, and he worked at a television history museum. Like, okay, like where do these jobs exist? Like, well, I mean, yeah. the you know that, but again, that L.A. Was a, I'm supposed to believe, but that is a that's a thing. I oh man, I said to you during the movie, I said, I'm aware that in L.A. Or in California, there are... They must have been in. There are definitely a few of those places where people literally... Like, that was probably the place, one of them. Like, that is a job. There's someone in Los Angeles. There's someone in California, I should say, that has that job. There's multiple people that have that job because it's California and Hollywood. And there's these... That was a very real thing. You know, I think I just like, and then also the, the the poet thing was addressed in the movie with the great line yeah. of I'm a poet. Yeah. And I'm a dreamer. She says it's a brilliant. But line. then you still have to sit with the fact she's a poet for the rest of the thing. And but there and, are poets. There's that rupee uh, cow core woman, you oh, know, who completely has stolen all of her poems from. No, you're n- joking. No weed. And uh, I wish I could remember the uh the girl she's stolen her poems from. It's a, she's got Are a really complicated. Me? No, I'm You're not accusing her on on this uh, pod of yeah, uh, no. stealing her poetry. Right. She, since since she Whoa. came up. Oh man, mm. how do you pronounce her last name? Is, isn't it, is it Rupi? Coyote? Doesn't even matter. Not worth remembering. Oh boy, she's that's completely plagiarized that's her career. Strong words. <laughs> that's some strong words. Now, regardless of whether she's done that or not, while you're looking that up, the point is, is it exists. That's all my point is. This woman has got goddamn, you know, she's rolling. She's uh, she's making money as a poet. It happens once in a while, you know. And that's yeah. why they make the, the joke in the movie. They bring up Joni Mitchell in the movie. And, you know, sometimes they pick up a guitar and they it ends up, you know, they, they become like this kind of rock and roll troubadour poet thing or whatever. But, man, it just happens. There's there's poets out there. And also, I be- that's why I fundamentally believed in the plot line of the movie that it could happen amongst you know a certain type of circles the situation that went on in the plot of that movie with the connection between the uh the ex uh husband and wife and the the massage thing or whatever yeah i mean the situation seemed practical like they both met at a party like when they put it together at the end of the film i was like oh yeah it it does hold up it it, it didn't feel like a um uh uh what's it called the the ghost in the um deus ex machina yeah, the go- God in the machine. Yeah, it didn't. It did not feel like that at all. Yeah. It was like this holds water, and again, that's why I love it. I feel like the script is. So what? What are you googling there, man? You're going down a goddamn uh, uh, Google rabbit hole here. I'm trying to 
hold this show up. I'm uh, yeah, propping I'm, it up over now. No, I just so, remember yeah. when these tweets like first came out, like yeah. this girl Rochelle at Tayek Leos. Yes. I don't know if I'm spelling that right. Ooh. At T A E K L E O S. Entered the world of controversial yeah, poetry by politics. Okay, yeah. so Rupi Kaur plagiarized from. Na, I don't know. Ruby Cower. Yeah. Yeah. Plagiarized from Naira Waid. Goodness gracious. Stop supporting her. Um, Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, but this, uh, if you look up this uh, this poet Waid, she completely has all of the. All right. Yeah. Let's look side by side. Oh, here. this is like the Amy so, Schumer thing. Yeah. So Good side Lord. by side. So this is. Oh, my uh, goodness. This is controversial. Okay. So this is. Um, yeah. This is Nayira yes. Waid. Yeah. Uh-huh. I bleed every month, but I do not die. How am I not magic? Uh-huh. The lie. That's that's her. And then, and then she goes, Rupee. Uh, Rupee, I will never understand why you held me if you were afraid of warmth. You should have never known I was a fire. Mm. You know? So stylistically. All right. Okay. Of course, if you want to be successful, I don't crave success for me. I need to be successful to gain enough milk and honey to help those around me succeed rupee cow there's the last one by the way okay and then the and then the other <laughs> if you deserve honey mine will flow from arms to yours no effort no asking mm. but if there is none and i another, you will feel wind on another anyways. honey poem but yeah they're just oh, like interesting well very, very similar something to and me one the, is a uh, tumblr poet and one is an international bestseller that's and very interesting similar areas and you know what uh, i would if uh hope to hope to to christ that we have by this time uh, 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 some people listening to us on episode is this episode nine? This is episode I hope so we nine. have some people listening to us. And hey, if people want to get into it, tweet at us and yeah. uh, let's get into this. Uh, yeah, Rupi Carroll, let's take her down. I don't know. I'm not agreeing with that statement. Yeah, I've only seen a Tumblr uh, but, accusation. No, nah, I've been. Uh, <laughs> I, I have this girl on, on Instagram, uh, Nayira Wayid, and uh, I've been reading her poems, and she's uh-huh. legitimate. <laughs> you know, like she. Uh-huh. all the time like and you read you're just like wow she's like prolific so is it not possible that as they say in in comedy or as i remember mark Marin saying he said we're all drawing from the same reality pool in reference to when comedians uh, tell the same joke and or is this more is this different than that you're saying it's uh it's uh, a stylistic ripoff, basically. I want. I once knew more about this because I was so into it, like two years ago. Yeah. I'll look into it more. No, I. I think I will as and well. And you guys look into it, and man, we'll all, we'll all is, reconvene. That's a controversy. I. I didn't expect us to have something so controversial, and I didn't expect us to be reading poetry. But it's an interesting. But it twist. was. It was a <laughs> semi about a poet. This film. <laughs> that's we right. talked about yeah. poetry. A lot. And I thought again, as I mentioned to you when we were watching the movie, uh, her wearing the kimono. It's just brilliant to me. And I said that to you as we were watching oh. it. I said the wardrobe is perfect. Wardrobe was perfect. It's just brilliant. I, I'm the just France like, 1994 shirt was so unnoticeable. I can't believe you noticed it's it. It's because I'm in love with her movies. I just love yeah. her. And she's like a huge, as I may, you know, I mentioned um, these names before. She's like a huge hero out, of mine. Pull out you know. my film terminology knowledge. The mise-en-scene yes. yeah. was uh, in... Exquisite. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ugh. trying to think of another terrible French oh, I'm word. Jump out the window. But, uh, yeah, um, it was. Uh, of course, it, it, well, uh, I'm just going to agree with any positives you say about it. I'm a <laughs> massive fan. Yeah, and like I mentioned off the top, I'm essentially angry that there aren't more people. That when I say, "What do you?" Oh, th-? I thought you were going to say essentially angry at me. Like, no, no. I, 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 honest to God, and I'm not joking. When I think about this, 
I don't think I've ever met a person uh, that when I've said, what do you think of, do you know Nicole Hoffsner? That they answered yes. And I'm friends with multiple movie directors and people that work in the industry. And I've never said to somebody, what do you think of N- Nicole Holofsener and they, or do you know who she is? And they reply with a yes. It's never happened once in my life, and she's one of my favorites. So hmm. I don't know. It's uh, as you can see, I'm very passionate well, about. Well, we might be giving her a boost if it's. We are not giving every, her every a boost. Everybody, listen. We are not giving her a boost. She is a highly successful. Well, think everyone about you, who was just in that movie that we everyone just you talk to has not heard of her. So we could change that. Yes. No, we can't. And it's because <laughs> we can't and she's a We she, can't and we won't. She's so much better than than that. And than the people peop- we are shit. The people that <laughs> she the people walks on golden. <laughs> I do really like her, don't grass. I? I really do like her. But I feel like again, and I said this in the beginning part, I said I, I think literally picking up the baton from Woody Allen. It's just like that was like a really good Woody Allen movie to me, you know, and he's regardless of what anyone wants to make up about him, which isn't true. Maybe a conversation for another time. (laughs) He's complete. I I would agree not to get into it, but I would agree that some of his choices are a little dated, maybe in his personal life and in his movies. I don't think that guy personally, I'm on the side of we're controversial today. I think some of his choices are dated stylistically in his Woody movies. Woody Allen? Yeah, for example, in Manhattan, he's dating a 17-year-old in the movie, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a little bit, it's a little dated. It's it's. I agree with that. I think that it's a little bit, it's not everybody's. Teenagers are also dated it's a, by Woody Allen. It, well, it's a little controversial. We don't need to get into Zing. it. We don't need to get into it. But I, I'm sorry, I don't believe the 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 the, the Pharaoh family. I don't believe them at all. And <laughs> wow, are we controversial today? We got Ruby Cower yeah. con- uh, controversy. I'm Earth is flat. We didn't go to the moon. I just <laughs> lost. I just lost us. By the way, a hundred followers at least by saying I think Woody Allen's innocent. <laughs> oh, easily, easily ninety percent of our following I, just. <laughs> Just it's off. the end of the show. <laughs> Louis great. Bill Cosby's the man. Good boy. Oh, Louis. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm just kidding. I'm Music kicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby's the man. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, my point though. Not, love Bill Cosby. None uh, of his comedy though. Um, oh, just that kidding. One, just we, kidding. We've had enough controversy for today. And my, my, all my point was going to be is that regardless of the controversy surrounding Woody Allen and regardless of some of his choices, I, I, I get that some of it is dated. I, I'm not, I'm willing to admit that some of it is very male gaze and all that stuff. I get it about Woody Allen. I get it. But I, he's a brilliant writer and he's a brilliant director. And I personally feel like, and it's, it's kind of interesting that Nicole Hofner's dad produced all Woody Allen's movies. Yeah, absolutely. Because what it means is that Nicole Hofner as a kid was hanging out with Woody Allen. That's what it means. And she was on the sets of his movies and stuff. Hanging out with the other kids in the movies, aka Woody Allen's dates. Oh, oh they're so easy. You had to. Um, Here yeah. I am weaving a wonderful no, Hollywood no, okay, tale. Wait, no, I'm going to bring it back because I'm going to compliment. Uh, <laughs> a wonderful tale from Hollywood. Said. I'm going to compliment enough said. <laughs> so anyway, isn't it interesting though that she i would personally say and i'm sure she the comparison to woody allen has been made from her but she's kind of for all we know 
there's a protege aspect of that in in the in the in the context of her. I guarantee she would have been around him as a kid, yeah. physically in the same room yeah. as him. Her dad produced like literally every one of his movies, like mm-hmm. something like that, something crazy. If you look at uh, whatever you know, her her uh, Nicole's Holofner's uh, dad is. I think he's produced like every one of. So anyway, I just what find I that interesting. I find Lofner, that interesting. Um, yeah, a lot of her dialogue I found like really crisp and amazing, but um, yeah. Yeah. Um. One the one particular part of dialogue that I well two it was a James Gandolfini's character. He said, yeah. "Um, uh, after like the whole like reveal, you know, the climax when it's like, oh, I did. I guess I kid did kind of realize that it, you were dating. He was just like, you got your phone. She's like, yeah. You're like, let's go. And he you said to you, the daughter, I yeah. thought that was brilliant. Like of all the details, like you just." Just yeah. to ask if you have your phone with you, because that's such a modern thing. It is the the absolute last thing you ask, you know, your daughter before you leave the house, yes. right? Very realistic um, dialogue. And the other yeah. the other thing was um, when when they were like going through the sort of that like um, pathology of the relationship scene, where it's like, what was um, like what what was wrong? Like why like why end things? Like why are we apart now? They were talking about like. Um, he said, "Like, well, you just embarrassed me in front of my daughter. I felt Ooh. like, as a man, yeah, I felt that, you know. Wow. And I thought that would be like, yeah, that would that was really uh, insightful for a, a female writer to think, like, something on, yeah. on a masculine level that that hit me, where I was just like, yeah, like I I don't want to be embarrassed in front of the people oh, who are important course, to me, of course, with, yeah. especially with situations like that where you're like social situations, you know, it, like, yeah, of course. It yeah. hurts you on a masculine level like that. You well, can barely describe. You it, know? Yeah. I, I, and you, that to look irresponsible to the people you're supposed to be responsible for. Yeah. You know, it's and, like, it you know, uh, cuts our, the legs out from under. You. I think that that part of the appeal is all is of that movie uh, for people who are Sopranos fans is obviously I'm just kind of I'm kind of saying the obvious here, but the juxtaposition between the the Tony Soprano character and this yeah. character. If we you, should if, say the obvious, <laughs> it's it's so uh, a testament to what a great actor he is. Yeah, R.I.P. Gandolfini. And you know, there's another kind of interesting connection. Um, a loose connection between Gandolfini and uh, uh, Gandalf. Okay, that Sorry. joke again wasn't that good the first Every time. Every time you say, you really lean hard on the Gandalf part. So Gandal- James Gandolfini. Yeah, yeah. So there's another kind of loose connection where uh, uh, James Gandolfini um, is in a it, one of my favorite comedies of all time, which is in the really? loop. Which is in the loop. Yeah. What is that? Uh, it's a uh, Armando Iannucci. Who is the guy who created Veep? Oh, okay. Yeah. And he he he's very big in England, and he made a show called In the Thick of It that was on the BBC, and it was like wow, a political that farce. Like the most British. And he also is the guy in the thick of it. I brought him up on the podcast once before because he directed also Death of Stalin last year. But anyway, there's kind of this loose connection where um, Gandolfini worked with him on In the Loop, and. Uh, Man, I love uh, I f- I f- I love James uh, James Gandolfini though. I fucking love James. Gandolfini. No, he's so good. You 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 mentioned even when we were watching it, and I had sort of set it up, and I'd say yeah. I really love his performance in this. But mm-hmm. you had mentioned in a scene or two, you're like, Jesus Christ, he's a good actor, and yeah. he's such a good actor. And it's terrible that he passed away when he did. Um, he was just so not Tony Soprano. And when I was, uh, I made a joke you know. about. Um, because she returns to the uh, the guy's apartment where she's like taking the massage table up the uh, 
up the stairs and he's like can you just help me he's like oh my god i'm such an idiot and uh that yeah. was that was well cast too like he he nailed that like i'm sure he'll get commercials <laughs> but yeah. yeah um but yeah i was like picturing like if if tony soprano like showed up in that scene and he's <laughs> like smashing the guy's head oh bashing the guys you a know sopranos mashup great yeah but you know um Mount. the thing you know Mount. the gandolfini thing it's funny because when i think about him as a person i don't gun. what's this what? trying to do the theme Oh, to uh, got yourself a gun. I thought you hadn't watched it. Uh, I don't know. I have. I have. Everybody saw The <laughs> Sopranos in the 90s. I existed in the 90s. It's so goddamn good. It's I was so still young, good. though. I remember I remember adults being like, oh, this show is so fucking good. Man, and me being like, good. I wish I was old But, you enough. know, Gandolfini <laughs> passed away so young. And it, when I think of him, I think of this. It reminds me of a funny uh, euphemism that I was it kind of in the media that when he passed away, which was... He was apparently he really liked his booze and his food, and he had the money to indulge. Not right? surprised. And it was what was it? it was a, it was friends? I read that people had said of him shortly after so he, he passed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but people said about him as he passed. And I love this euphemism. Uh, this euphemism, a man of appetites. They said, and it's oh, such a fantastic. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I think they said that about um, a man of appetites. Oh well, okay. I think they said that about um, Hitchcock as well. <laughs> yeah, you could say it about a, a insatiable bunch of appetites. Yeah, you could say that about about, about a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Isn't that a great euphemism? Yeah, yeah. M- maybe it's. Yeah. M- the fact I just watched Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus, uh-huh. but it's made me think of that Seinfeld episode where he's like, he's like, you don't want to spoil your dinner. He's like, I have appetites. Come and go. <laughs> I can spoil them as I choose. I'm an adult. Somebody just sent me a great scene from Seinfeld today, which is very apt right now because of the Alabama uh, abortion stuff. Man, we're getting contra. Look at look at us oh, go. Today. Wow, yeah. Allow me to get we into the abortion issue. All of yeah. this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was actually thinking that already. I swear to God. Yeah. Hashtag abortion. Hashtag rupee <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I was gonna say someone sent the scene to me. It kind of got passed around. Hashtag Crimea. Of, just because uh, that'll come up uh, oh. at some point. You know what? I don't need to, to say a Seinfeld scene. It's just one where they're, it's abortion <laughs> Watch comes Seinfeld, up. Seinfeld, it's good. Abortion. Jerry, abortion and Seinfeld? Jerry, oh, yeah. And Jerry brings it up in a restaurant, and the, the gag is that half of the restaurant ends up getting up and leaving, and they're all arguing. And oh, every, really? the, the gag is how polarizing it is. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And there's just... there's. <laughs> how do I not remember that? Oh, they man. They probably didn't rerun it it's, because of that. Oh, God, it's brilliant. It's so well you know, done. Because of... It's so well done. What do you call it? I just realized... Um, What's that? What do you call it? On Seinfeld, there's a Kramer has like uh, he burns a flag. Yes, the Cuban uh, parade episode or whatever it was. Cuba, it's like um, Puerto Rican Day (laughs) parade. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Puerto Rican. (laughs) Jimmy's not good with countries. Oh, whatever. Um, But whatever. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, that's we're gonna keep in my tribe called Red Joe. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, well, that is supposedly the big controversial Seinfeld episode. <laughs> well, now we mentioned it, so we have to keep it in. <laughs> People are going to be like, what was the tribe called? <laughs> I mentioned it so it gets kept in. No, that, that is the big quote-unquote controversial Seinfeld episode is that he burns the flag. And I think people, to be honest... <laughs> The which is fitting. He Pe- accidentally burns the flag. Yeah, but I think people had a problem with the representation of uh, Puerto Ricans oh. as well. I think it's a bit. But anyway, enough controversy for today. So yeah. fascinatingly, I this is the first time it's happened on the show where I 
goddamn love her. I love this movie. I, I, I'm going to rewatch all her old movies again. Wow. I just watched her latest movie. It's called Land of Steady Habits. It premiered at TIFF uh, last year, and it's so good. And I just love her, and I love her movies. And right, she, I'll say this: she—I I, got to say one more thing. Okay. She's one of a handful of people. A handful. A handful. Okay, this is where you say Renkin. A handful. No, I was exaggerating at the okay, same okay. time. But she's a, a handful of people. Where if they walked into a room, I wouldn't be able to keep my composure. There's wow. there's like six Star on the planet. Starstruck is what they call. Oh that. my god! There's like six people on the planet. What is like, she? Now I have to see what she looks like. Like Tom, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Yeah. You're shallow. <laughs> it's because I know you disgusting. is why it matters. That's disgusting. <laughs> but but it's uh you know like there's a there's honestly ten to twenty people on the planet there's there's 20 people on the planet where if they walked into a room i'd be impressed like uh she looks like julie like, louis drive like i love <laughs> i love tom cruise you know i think he's a fun actor and I, and I love how much he loves movies but if he walked into a room honestly uh, i i'm going hey tom cruise is over there you know i'm, I'm, going, I'm i hope he's all right no, no i think he's great he i would go off, holy fuck that guy's real jumping off an airplane he's got a big head and a tiny body but uh, so you'd be fully able to drop kick arnold head, schwarzenegger <laughs> giant head tiny body there's tom but you know if if she walked into a room or certain other people that i already mentioned on the show there's not that many people it would literally take like paul mccartney or her or larry david or ken finkelman or one of these people where i'd be like ken finkelman Who he's the, the he's the that? newsroom he's the canadian newsroom we'll talk about that another time all right it's a patreon thing that's a patreon one maybe we do tv or music on patreon yeah, we're talking you know? about different things if you pay things but uh yeah well, so people know what patreon is don't yeah. patreonize well, them oh oh wow I gotta all right kill myself <laughs> oh lord yeah we're gonna have i'm to... sorry everyone yeah. no it had to be it I'm had to be there sorry about that. <sighs> but uh oh <sighs> No, but uh, yeah, no, we do have Patreon and Instagram and all that crap now, and yeah, and we're basically like, let's get into. We're a little the, ahead of the game in terms of our recordings, just it's a like, bit, just a bit, which yeah. is okay. Bit but, of a buffer. Um, yeah, everything's out now. You can listen to it. Sorry, you know, I, we just hit into each yeah, other. Yeah, we hit arms. Yeah, um, uh, every yeah, no, and everything is out, and it's easy to find us on on all the bullshit and uh, yeah, uh, and whatever and you're listening to us on. If your friend doesn't listen. In, to us if your friend listens to spotify it's a shameless and you're on plug. apple music just go uh, over to the apple music what are you, ricky gervais it's a shameless plug <laughs> if you're on Castbox, we're on that too go on all that crap Good we're on Lord. here now and Best by the way seeking cinema. and on that note ricky gervais is someone where if he walked into a room i would not be able to compose myself ricky gervais is awesome we i can would agree on that. i would be uh, i would just be like not able to act normal and there, i think how many people we, do, we agree carol pilkington is like a genius right uh i don't i don't i don't i wouldn't not not genius like a, is a strong word you know but like comedically super entertaining it's, i agree with the that. jury's still out on like I, what's going on with him. i just wouldn't use it, it that's interesting you say that because it ties into what i'm saying the word genius is way overused in my opinion <laughs> they said we're geniuses no way the word genius is way overused the word. Yeah. There's nobody that's contemplating, you know, the the uh, they're yeah. contemplating the really, theory of like, relativity when they're 11 years old. It's like Elon it's like, Musk. There's like it's like Einstein and Elon Musk and whatever. That. But I but that's why, especially in entertainment, I think it's a, a short list. But I wanted to ask you, how many people are there? Do you think, like, if you just had to con try to conceptualize it, that you would be like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm so impressed with this person. I have them on such a pedestal. Oh, there'd be like. 
There'd be like more than twenty because I'm mm-hmm. like twenty or less. I'm there'd like be 18. like a hundred, you know? Because like, what are you? If like, like so many bands from my childhood, like if if I just saw James Hetfield or like Maynard okay. Keenan, maybe you're right, or somebody like one of these guys. If you just met Eddie Vedder, you would freak your shit. I don't get on the Pearl Jam thing. I already said. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I would I put. I wouldn't Pearl even Jam. put it on anymore. <laughs> I think he'd be a Tom Cruise for me. Okay. I think he'd be I a think Tom he'd be a Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> He's a TC. I love it. No, I love Eddie Vedder and I love Tom Cruise. But right. where I would actually be if I was say on a date, if I was on a first date. Mm-hmm. And there's only so many people where if they walked in, I would it would affect my composure on a first date. That's one way of putting it. Where I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't concentrate. Like you know, for some How people, it would be not make Brian, the date you know, a thousand you know. times better. Uh, you're like, wow, enough. I know everything that person's done. Uh, that's true. And but you're like, but but then the person you're sitting with might go like, yeah, it's Brian Eno. Like we're at a nice restaurant or yeah. whatever. I used to date him. <laughs> yeah, I used your to luck. date him. Yeah. yeah, that would be the luck. You're like, oh, because I'm Brian, meeting Brian Eno. This also, this girl wants to talk to me, <laughs> and she's oh, it's it's his niece. And then you're like, <laughs> it's his niece. Yeah. How long have we been? Uh, that's the way this movie made me think. Enough said. It's like oh, everything must connect. Oh, you're really tying it all together here. Good lord, what are we? How long so have we been pro. recording? We we don't want to. Three days. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. About forty minutes. Well, that's it, hey? Yeah, about thirty nine. If you take out the tribe called Red Joe. No, no. You mean thirty nine with the beginning part? No. Like oh, yeah. So we're an hour. We're yeah. We we're have over like an a, hour. This is a long episode oh, that's now. Plenty. Yeah. People are gonna. Yes blood coming out of their ears that's enough from yeah. us what do you think yeah is there anything else you want to i mean it's it's i don't know what else to say on that other than i'm deeply in, in love with her work and with yeah. her and you're kind of like middling no uh, i definitely i appreciate i appreciate how good of a screenwriter she is and what about I a director wish, what about wish, as a director <laughs> uh did she direct that of too of course she did okay shit <laughs> You in the just... last minute. <laughs> now, I I'm get... such you... a cunt. Nope, nope. You know what? It's fine. But you know what I get to do is I get to somewhere down the line, if we don't, you know, get into a fight and the whole thing falls apart, uh, I get to go, we got to watch another Nicole Hofsener movie. And uh, and you have to watch it because you, you forgot that she was the director. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, another middling I, Nicole Hofsener movie. Yeah. Something tells me it's not going to be Transformers. <laughs> what does that but... mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be slow pace. We oh, need Mike, we need the Michael Bay Hall Officer collab. Okay, hold on a second. Before we wrap up, are you suggesting that the pace of that movie bothered you now? Um, because we've watched very slow paced, stoic, unfunny things on this show, which is personally why I like this movie so much guess, more than that. I guess because... it's not pace was not the right word. Okay. Huh. Well, maybe it was in comparison to Transformers. Okay. All right. But, uh, okay. Well, I'm just, just taking sly jabs. You I'm know? just going to be defensive all the time about her. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just, yeah. But the screenwriting I, I was the part that I yeah. like. What about that uh, resonated the most? What about the direction? What did you think the about direction that? Direction was unnoticeable. <laughs> it was like a good referee in oh, a game. Oh, that's what, you know what? And I mentioned that earlier. It's the yeah. last thing I need to say. That's what I think is brilliant about it. It's yeah. very 
unpretentious. Like a good solid defenseman. It's it was very unpretentious. It's not flashy. It's <laughs> the most like, masculine way. It's like the antithesis of watching a Guy Ritchie movie or a Boz Lerman movie to me. I'm like, this is watchable. Okay, but some people are going <laughs> to, if this ever goes to YouTube, they're going to be like LMAO Chatelaine comment. Uh, at, at, is it, people are going to like that as one. As if that was the most controversial thing. Oh, no, but no, today. that's going to be... No, that was like people are gonna. That's gonna resonate with people. Oh goodness! Okay, all right. I well, got nothing. Else wrapping to it say. up. Desperately seeking cinema. I'm Andy Rankin. I'm Jimmy Barnes. All right, signing out. Thank Bye-bye. you for listening. Goodbye. Yeah, thank you.